The opinions expressed on this program may be considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers and not of the affiliates and or sponsors. Welcome to the 58th episode of Multiple Perspectives, the podcast where we take a look at controversial issues from many points of view. Coming up on this week, the liberal agenda in modern social media. I'm your host, Kay, and joining me is liberal hypocrisy expert, Joe. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everybody. Is, uh, is it controversial to say that? Uh, a little bit controversial. Is it? Well, well that's what we're all about, controversy. So yeah, this 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 is probably one of my favorite topics. Yeah, ever <laughs> because nobody ever talks about it. And then now a lot of people are talking about it. Who who who's a lot? Define a lot. A lot. Define people. Uh, you know, like ten reporters post it okay. online. Well, I mean, off the top of your head, can you name a few reporters who aren't liberal? Uh, besides Alex Jones, Megan Kelly. I think I, I don't. I don't know if she's a reporter or just an anchor. I don't know what reporter means anymore. <laughs> That's the thing, you know, like a field reporter. Uh, no, Stephen Colbert doesn't count, man. <laughs> He's not an actual conservative. Uh, John Stewart, I think, is a little bit more on the right side. Not sure though. I think he's a moderate liberal. I would think. Well, the point is, uh, you turn on the TV, and if you're not watching Fox News, just you get slapped in the pa- in the face with just liberal uh, propaganda, and uh, people kind of turn their heads away toward propaganda. Though. What do you, What do you think that is? Do Do people still even know what propaganda is? Yeah, uh, people associate propaganda with you know totalitarian governments, North Korea, North Korea, and you know, China and Soviet Russia. Stuff, you know, this is the bad people. 1984, the book by George Orwell. 1984. Right. That's the, that kind of business. Wait, is that Big Brother? Yeah, Big Brother. Right. So, I mean, is it only propaganda when it's bias that doesn't line up with your political affiliation? <laughs> No, it's not like uh, it's. It's just uh, the nature of the beast. It's it, it is advertising. It is pushing an agenda. It does become propaganda when you don't believe in the message. Suddenly, if you don't believe in the message, you'll. Some people will call out this bias, this propaganda, this brainwashing. How often do people? call that out when it's something that aligns with their own views though you ever see a conservative on a conservative website saying oh this is propaganda uh no not really (laughs) exactly so there's lots to think about so that's what we're going to be doing this week we're not going to be talking too much about the conservative bias in the media because as you can tell it's not that easy to find so we're going to explore a few stories today from a few separate news articles and let's begin here with the website called scribblers.com already i don't trust this 
this source. Then why are you choosing that? You see how? Well, that's the whole point, you know. Do you see how the website looks, though? Yeah. <laughs> how to start a blog? Yes. So this is just any anyone can go on here and just write things. I think. Oh. <laughs> I think that's how it is. Well, that's the concept of multiple perspectives anyway. So this is titled Snowden Stop Relying on Facebook for Your News. Uh, It's basically Edward Snowden saying that it's dangerous to have the general public rely just on one source uh, for their news media, which is now Facebook. Uh, What's your Facebook feed look like? Uh, It's all like uh, clickbait news. A lot of people. Uh, can you name? Can you name a few? <laughs> Trump, uh, like uh, Trump does something extreme, or Hillary uh, wants to do something crazy. You won't believe what lawyers found about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so <it's> like <laughs> the top things that Trump wants to do to uh, immigrants, or something like that. Uh, yeah, source source of BuzzFeed dot com. Yes, that's that's the majority of what I've seen online. Sensationalism. Yellow, yellow reporting. Yep. So uh, this article starts off by saying that uh, in the wake of the election cycles, many people are criticizing social media outlets, namely Facebook, because uh, apparently, allegedly, there's been a lot of fake news on there. Have you come across that? Just fake news on Facebook people just passing around. Yeah, you know, there's news about, you know, how it's not really like a live feed video. It's more like an edited video of what a politician would say. Like it's a it's a still photo of a politician and they quote words. I'm not really sure if they really said it. They never played the video. Yeah, to to exemplify this. Um there's been a group of people online who have passed around Taylor Swift uh, pictures with <laughs> quotes from Hitler on it. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quotes from Hitler. But these are vague quotes. It's not like kill all the Jews, you know. It's it's like, together we must unite to overcome our obstacles <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and people will reshare these Hitler quotes. But they have a photo of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's, that, that shows the gullibility, if that's the word, of people. When they see something online, we might automatically associate it with the truth when anything online could be said and say that's true. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Edward Snowden actually says that it's not Facebook that's causing the problem itself. Uh, it's that Facebook is the only source for people when they get their news. I've seen that so often. Uh, lately, everyone just says, hey, did you see this article on Facebook? Yes, yes. It even goes through my parents, man. You know, <laughs> news in the Philippines and whatever their friends share, they're pretty much getting all their information on Facebook. Click here. Hey, scroll down. Hey, there's another news article. I'm just sick of uh, multi-paged articles. Like they write one sentence and they say, click next. <laughs> yeah, I, I am so sick of that. I mean, why do those still exist? <laughs> and uh, the biggest thing is that it's not just people are getting the news from Facebook. It's that they're not even reading the articles. 
Uh, you know what they read is the title. They read the headline. Right. They read the headline and then they share it around. Uh, for example, there is one that was a picture of Trump and the quote is, you know, if I ran for president, I'd run as a Republican because those idiots believe anything. He's never said that. Yeah, I've seen that on the uh, the Facebooks. Yeah, but people pass it around as if it was real. Mm. I mean, what, my question is, why is Facebook still even alive? At, at this point, it's mostly middle-aged people, elderly people using it to keep in touch with their friends and family. Why is it still being widely used across society? It's a database for people, you know, to express their views or just to remember somebody's face or to spy on some people. Is is that what you use it for? Yeah, I, I, I do a... Uh, Overview, overwatch profile of the people around me. <laughs> Just to check on them once in a while. You know, I actually use the I use actually use the messenger there though. Do you do you actually get your news from Facebook? No, no, no. We should just do one one whole episode with just Facebook news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look what the Kardashians got as a Christmas gift. You'll never believe it. <laughs> we should write our own articles post it oh I think they're so easy I don't know who's getting paid on BuzzFeed to write these articles but I, I'll do it I'll do it for half the salary that guy or girl is getting wow yeah I'll, I'll probably start my own investigation do my own article see how I do post. okay so Snowden's uh, solution to this his proposed solution is that you can get your news from Facebook but look at multiple sources don't just read that headline and take it as news. Uh, he says that if people, if everyone did that, they would start sharing the real news and then all the fake news would just fall into a dark abyss. You know, it would just disappear on its own. Uh, what are your thoughts on that there? Is that, is that possible? Yeah, it is possible. Everyone reading news from multiple sources rather than just reading the headline. Uh, that's, that's what I was told and taught to always read multiple Resource. Perspectives. Oh, perspectives, yes. <laughs> and, and always check your sources. Multiple sources, man. Perspectives. Perspectives. <laughs> it, yeah, we, we were taught that since it, around middle school to the end of high school to the end of college. But who actually does that? Nobody does that. No, because uh, it's too easy to click something. And they, hey, this is this must be true. It's coming from a popular uh, blog or uh, alternative media. Thoughtcatalog.com. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, my, my history with news and uh, before I used to, uh, you know, get everything from... Uh, Russia Today. <laughs> well, what I noticed when I was looking into like uh, Alex Jones stuff, a lot of their sources come from Russia Today. So they have... Kind of like a somewhat of a tie between that source. It's like, how come Russia Today is like the only one reporting for these guys? <laughs> well, the other one was Drudge Report. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But majority of the like actual news station, what I saw is from Russia Today. Yeah, it's, it's pretty odd. I mean, that might be something that kind of hints at the quality of Russia Today. 
Or it's just that Russia Today supports all of Alex Jones's ideas. <laughs> so to close up this uh, story here, it says that a recent study actually found that 33% of Facebook users want less news in their feeds. And that's quite interesting because that's a big chunk of people who claim they want less news. Honestly, I don't care. Um, but from what I've seen as far as news on my wall, it's been half of it, people are sharing it, and then the other half is sponsored posts. Uh, it, it's a way for Facebook to get money. Yeah. Like the trending now stuff. Right, exactly. People pay for that to come up. Hmm. So if you got the money, you could post it online so people could click it. If we had a million dollars, this podcast would have... 10,000 more people who hate it yeah. rather than just 10. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, on Facebook, uh, you can actually have a sponsor button. There's a sponsor button for our page. We click it, but I think we have to pay some certain amount. Yeah, and all that goes to Mark Zuckerberg's house. And his wife. And, and his wife, yes. that's right. Moving along to our next story on the show here. This one comes from the Imaginative Conservative. Wyoming Catholic College, <laughs> wisdom in God's country. I, I've never seen this source before, which is one of the reasons why I picked it. Uh, this is written by Stephen Turley, and it says, "Why is the media so liberal?" And it's basically an op-ed. Uh, it's a guy's opinion, so we're not going to read the whole thing, obviously. But there are just a few key points I highlighted. So he starts off by comparing Tim Tebow to uh, Jason Collins. What was the controversy with Tebow? Well, Tim Tebow is, you know, says his Christian faith. Oh, says I'm Christian. Says something like, uh, you know, he used to be a minister in the Philippines. I think he actually was born in the Philippines, and uh, I think he's, I believe, he's Mormon, uh, Mormon um, descent. Oh, what is the Tebow thing that people do? Is there a Tim Tebow thing that people do? Like hashtag Tim Tebow, and they pose a certain way. Yeah, Tebowing. I think like they. Uh, you pray or something like that, right? You get on your You knee? go down on one knee or something like that. Yeah. So he had a huge controversy because of that. Uh, I believe so. I don't follow football much. Uh, then he compares it to Stephen Turley. He compares it to Jason Collins, who is the first openly homosexual NBA player. And he says that basically every time Tebow says, I'm a Christian, the reporter just disregards it and stops. But when Collins says, I'm gay, the reporter says, tell me more. You're my big hero. Hey, that's obviously an over-exaggeration, but have you seen it this way in the news media? Yeah, I mean, Tebow did have a lot of coverage because I think he was like uh, one of the early picks. And he didn't do so well in the NFL. He he was doing well at a little point, And then his career kind of went downward spiral. The thing is, like, Tebow's coverage wasn't as big as Collins' coverage. I think that's what they're trying to depict in this article. Well, yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, this article itself is already a little biased because, you know, I'm gay has nothing to do with liberal media. Well, I think what, what they're saying is conservatives, they have certain, you know, viewpoints. And when a celebrity or an actor or a 
athlete says something that is aligned with conservative views, the media doesn't cover it at all or rarely covers it. While, for example, you know, acceptance or tolerance of the homosexual community, when somebody says they're gay and they go out, the media, the media blasts it. They continually cover it. And like every day, it's the same thing. Yeah. Correction there. It's actually the LGBTQ something. There's a whole bunch of letters. It seems to be a new letter every year. Oh, yeah. LGBTQ it's community T- or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, political correctness has just exploded in the last year <laughs> or so. So, uh, Stephen Turley goes on to question, have you noticed a difference in the way the media covers liberals versus conservatives? We just talked about that. Great things to think about. Do you find that the media functions more as advocates uh, than reporter for liberal ideas? Yes. Yes, I think so. That's a big yes. Because I remember what was uh, the Kardashian dad Oh, uh, wait, the real dad or the... No, the stepdad, the Jenner, right? Oh, right, the, the L-G-B-T-Q-R-S-G-Y. Yeah, I, whatever. I already forgot his name. Well, it's her name now, I think so. Uh, yeah, so Bruce Jenner is now Cat, Caitlin Ka- Catalan or Caitlin. 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 Jenner, right? She's a hero. And she's a hero in the eyes of the media. I think... It was South Park, South Park poked at this a lot did did you see no i didn't see it but i think she became was she like the bravest woman of the year or something like that something like that something like that times times most influential women woman yeah i feel like that's a little bit a slap to the face to um you know don't say don't say real women (laughs) (laughs) well you know people who've been a woman for longer i guess you're about to say real women i was about to say it (laughs) but what this person did, yes, they did come out saying that they identify in a certain way. She, she, well, she identified in a certain way. But there was other women out there doing other things, like you know, saving people from you yeah, know starvation they, medical a, wait, research. Was it was it the Nobel Peace Prize she got? Was that what she got? If she got the Nobel Peace Prize, I don't think so. Man. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember reading people's rants about how there was another woman studying the key for cancer or something, and they passed her to give it to Caitlyn Jenner. Yes, that's that's the outrage. It's like uh, you become heroic by saying something, I guess. Okay, so is that outrage conservative or is it liberal or is it neither? I mean, who are outraged? I think some, I think both parties are kind of outraged by it, but I think liberals kind of accept it more by the media. Okay, here's the thing though. So both parties are outraged by the fact that Caitlyn Jenner won whatever award it was. When liberals are outraged at something like that, it's because of equality or whatever, right? When conservatives are outraged about that, it's because they are intolerant of the LGBT community. <laughs> well, that's that's what the media will portray it as. Hey, these, these people are intolerant of the LGBT community. These people hate them. They're anti, you know. <laughs> it's same with the bathroom thing. 
the bathroom gender assignment thing. Yes. All the conservatives were were poked at and prodded at for for not accepting it because uh, all conservatives hate the LGBT community. Uh, I I personally do not agree with that. Is that like letting uh, trans people go to? It's basically letting letting whoever we covered it. I can't. Whatever remember. you identify, letting who, right. yeah, whatever you identify, as. you could go to that bathroom. <laughs> I identify as a lamp. <laughs> Which bathroom? <laughs> well, you know, in all seriousness, like this liberalism, this idea is like. It's trying to not hurt people's feelings, but it's not really thinking about the, you know, consequences of certain decisions. It's going, oh, let them be. We don't want to offend them. Or, you know, I, I would have been a third option. Let's make a third bathroom if they want. But not allowing whoever to go enter whichever they want to. Because if I was a straight man that looked like a straight man, but identified for a female, yeah, I could go in a female's bathroom. Is that <laughs> we we had this conversation? Yeah. Basically, uh, as conservatives, we're not allowed to be uncomfortable at gender issues. Yeah, I mean, I think people should have the right to feel uncomfortable in a certain way. You know, you know, I'm I, I'm not a hater of gay people or anything like that. I mean, I feel like they're human or. But it's okay. The, the beginning of that sounds like I'm not a racist, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's like the actual truth. Like people are somewhat uncomfortable, unknown stuff. They're not really sure. But the so what you're saying is we need more order in society. Yeah, order and not too much. Like uh, why we why are we even arguing about public bathrooms? Right, we need to keep the blood pure, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying is, is it really, maybe it is a big deal for the LGBT community. Yeah, there's one thing that's not a big deal to straight people, maybe a huge deal or a huge step forward for the LGBTQ XYZ community. Is? I, I, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, the, the media kind of depicts it like, oh, it's a good thing. If you disagree with this, you're a conservative and you hate us, or you hate the other group. All right, we're we're going on a tangent here, so we do need to close up this segment. Let me close it up with a quote from the uh, imaginative conservative. Uh, he says that according to media historian Richard Kaplan, uh, here's it's a long quote. Under objectivity, journalists adopt the pose of scientists and vow to eliminate their own beliefs and values as guides in ascertaining what was said and done. The too long didn't read version is basically a journalist shouldn't be political at all. Yeah, they shouldn't. They should report both sides. Okay. Uh, is Alex Jones one of those ideal journalists? No, no, well, yeah, he actually does the pick both sides, but he very emphasizes his he emphasizes his own idea in his uh, show. What about the Young Turks? Young Turks, they have a liberal bias. So as Alex Jones has a more libertarian bias. They, you know, like Young Turks and like Alex Jones are almost the complete opposites of each other. Right, right, right. 
I was just going to say the same. Okay, what about the guys at Multiple Perspectives? Uh, uh, there's just a bunch of crazy people over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's our ideal goal, basically, to report the news as the news or explore both sides. I'd rather explore both sides than report the news as the news because that's boring. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. Uh, it's basically walk in the other shoe before you can say something else. Um, you know, speech classes, uh, debate classes, they've always said that if you can't argue the other side, you're basically ignorant. Yes. That's why or, they give you random choices. You can't choose which side of the debate. <laughs> Like what? No, in, in my debate classes, you can't choose if you're a f- offense or defense. Huh? You can't? No, you. Ha- the teacher will give it to you, even if you disagree with it. What if you just okay? Whatever. I, I guess that's a good learning technique. This is a very long segment. Uh, we are not achieving our goals of making seg- segments shorter, so we're going to cut this one here. And jump right back into it after this short music break. You're listening to Multiple Perspectives. from USA Today article titled Twitter Accused of Political Bias in Right-Wing Crackdown. Twitter, you use that a lot? You ever see that a lot? Do I see liberal bias on Twitter? Yes. Uh, pretty much all the time. I mean, it's hard to be a liberal with 120 characters or less. You know? <laughs> oh, shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> This written by Jessica Guyen, Guyen, and uh, she starts off by describing a girl who's 20 years old from Southern California named Ariana Roland. She is half Mexican and half Welsh. So she is a child of immigrants. And she posted that she's a supporter for Trump. And she had a lot of flack for posting that she's a reporter for Trump because she was Hispanic. Half. Well, half, half Hispanic. That's right. Yes. Yeah. It's it's weird when someone's half something, they always bring it out when it's bad. You know? Like Obama. <laughs> oh, he's bad. Oh, because he's half white? <laughs> because Obama's full black, you know? To to the to the media. Oh yeah. Just, I mean it's yep, a, he's just full black. He's the drop drop of blood. 
one drop of black equals full black to some. Yep. So this girl uh, would be like us if we went on Facebook and said, yeah, we're glad Trump won or something like that. You'll be chastised in that community. But this article is saying that Rollins, the the girl, reported abuse to Twitter and Twitter did nothing at all. So, and an article states that in other situations where somebody would attack liberal ideas, Twitter would do something about it. Like ban the person from using their Yeah, uh, yeah, this is just icky to me. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, why is this accepted? I mean, it is a are, service. Are people just turning a blind it eye? It is a private service. It's, it's very obvious that social media suppresses conservative views. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. I guess that's how they win elections, man. It just didn't happen this time. I mean, should, should, my question is, should a private institution like Twitter have the responsibility to uh, manage this, you know, attacks on left wing or right wing? Should they suppress that? It's a very difficult question. I think that's one episode right there. Uh, but in an attempt to answer in just a few minutes, yes and no. That's basically <laughs> that's basically the answer to every question we have. As a private organization, or are they public? I think they're public now, but that, that's not the point. They're an organization themselves. They have the right to do whatever they want. Like us on multiple perspectives, we could just delete everybody who is a liberal. I could do that all day, but we don't. We could, but we don't. Uh, for me, it's actually funner to keep trolls well, on. You know, trolls. If you if you've been watching South Park, <laughs> you, you you'd see some funny stuff about trolls. But trolls, it's kind of hard to tell who is a troll at this point, and who isn't. You know, if you go on, uh, you know, you know, you don't know if they're yeah, joking or serious. Like, I can't tell who's joking or serious anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here in in the article it says. The Twitter rules prohibit violent threats, harassment, hateful conduct, and multiple account abuse. And we will take action on accounts violating those policies, according to an email from Twitter. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of hateful stuff about Trump supporters on, online I've seen. I don't really see that being taken off. Because oh, it's fun. You know, it's cool to do. It's cool to just be cruel. It's online. Nobody nobody cares yeah, right. what they do when they're online. You know, that's the thing. We, we <laughs> actually have our voices online, so it's a little bit different. But most people, they just have their text and, you know, maybe a picture they put up. Yeah. So a lot of these people go online yeah. and it's almost as if it wasn't them. They wouldn't say these things in real life. They wouldn't say it in front of my face. That sounds like a threat. I'm reporting you to Twitter. <laughs> You're gonna report me to the, the, inter, the interweb Interpol. police. Interpol. So, Internet. so Rollins mentions the double standard. Uh, what is the double standard exactly? 
double standard is when liberals complain about something, according to the article, the tw- Twitter CEO like backs them up. And if a conservative says something, he doesn't back them up. That's the situation. That's the uh, double standard they have. We should really run some tests on these. You know, just go on Facebook and just... Just, I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be liberal and you can be conservative and see who's more popular. <laughs> and say the same thing, yeah. but exactly the opposite. Yeah, yeah, They just yeah, change exactly. the editor around. Uh, well, I mean, like for most elections, and this one specifically, people are voting for it. And this is completely off the topic, but I'll go into it for a minute. People are voting for the candidate rather than the policies. Yeah, of course. That's... that's uh, that's kind of like how it became now. It's a popularity it's contest. A beauty pageant. It's like a... Well, no, well not a beauty Clayton pageant. Is that what you're saying? The, the judges get to vote. It's more like a, you know, text text vote text vote for American Idol or uh, America's Got Talent. The character. Yep, man. Trump is now Clay Aiken. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> He's a Simon Cowell. Didn't even win. He's he's a judge. <laughs> no, he's a we judge. we are the That's judges, and you know the people competing. Are, I don't know where I'm going with this, but this is a really interesting article because I've I personally never done it. I don't post political things on Facebook. But if I were to, I think I'd experience the same thing as this girl is here. Uh, I'm not sure why it's acceptable to bash people's political affiliation. Why why is that acceptable? Because I've seen it ever since I was in middle school, high school. It's like uh, I remember my very first day on American history or global history class freshman year. I remember the teacher asking everybody in a, in a show of hands who supported Bush in the, I think, 2001 election. Was it 2000? No, not 2001 election. The 2000 election or Gore, the second the second term. And the majority of people voted for Gore. And then like maybe a couple people raised their hands up for Bush. And the people who did raise their hand for Bush was... was Somewhat questioned by Boy, the people these were who like didn't support Bush. Like, are you serious? Ten? No, we were nine. We were like, uh, how old? I don't know, like 16, 15, or 14 years old. And already uh, people were attacking the people who who actually liked Bush. And the person who did raise their hand said, you know what, I actually like Bush. Was the person who raised his hand to you? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> No, no, it was actually me and somebody else. And I didn't expect that person actually okay. to raise their hand. We're not, we're not going to name drop, but what, what was it? Because I thought that first. <laughs> <laughs> Last name and social security number too. <laughs> you know, this, this this person was part of the football team, basketball team and everything. And, you know, he is a uh, minority. Okay. All right. Uh, well, if we're going to go off topic, let's, let's do it with some class here. Uh, recently, at our... Uh, alma mater or high school <laughs> there's been a this could have been one episode but there's been a, some outrages going on you know there's been a lot of <laughs> yes, anti-trump <laughs> anti-conservative 
protesting, uh, if you want to call it that. And if we were there now, if we were 16-year-olds now in that high school full of, you know, 95% anti-Trump people, what would happen to us? They're going to burn us. I don't know. I think we'd be spit on, man. (laughs) 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 They're going to crucify us, man. They're gonna get their papers, burn them, put them in the middle of the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, I'm scared for the people who are conservative in schools right now, in public schools. Th- that's why there was a lot of flack for what happened. And for those who don't know what happened, uh, a school official in a rally, a bunch of students walked out, said a anti-Trump statement with profanity added to it to make it general terms. And, uh, you know, people were outraged. People were outraged. They walked out of class because Trump got elected. And one of the officials kind of agreed with the students. And for those who were actually conservative, children who believe in conservative ideals, I yeah, believe I they, they were felt threatened. I mean, if, if you and I were still in high school when that happened, I don't think we we would have just left and went to Starbucks or something. I would have been like, "F this, man." E- even in this? college, if if we were still in college right now, I'd be a little bit frightened to uh, you know express myself. Oh yeah, yeah, you will be chastised, man. Uh, the professor might chastise you themselves. Oh, you mean the, the liberal pop- <laughs> propaganda feel like that, uh, executor? Is that what you mean? Yes, they 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 carry it out, and uh, a lot of them are teachers, and you know they are the baby boomer age, and they did grow up there in the sixties. They did march on the streets with everybody, and if you have opposing views from them. They will call you out, and your grades will probably yeah, be affected it, by it. When you're a liberal, aren't you taught to accept everybody's ideologies? <laughs> no, just <laughs> okay, your own. We're being really offensive here. <laughs> we're not. We're not serious. We're not fully <laughs> serious. Yeah, these are just jokes. We're not fully serious. Yeah, I mean, but there are some oh, yeah, liberals I've, who I've, are. I've met a whole bunch of liberals. Open the conversation. Open the conversation. Uh, a whole bunch, as in like two. well mostly some professors who've been into the game for so long have programmed their minds to be a certain way and if a student says something different usually they get it we need i've seen it mr keating's from dead poet society mr keating (laughs) yeah that's what we need stand up captain my captain yes stand up and uh, honestly, man, I, I've seen it firsthand where a student would stand this was up to you, teacher, <laughs> and it's, no, well, it was somebody. The student had to. The student dropped out of class because he didn't feel. You know, you don't well, feel yeah, safe. I, in I'll that go on a short anecdote man. here. Last year, last semester of college, <laughs> when I was like the second to last semester, I took a class called history and communications. And this was when I first started yes. off podcasting. So I thought, wow, this is going to be great. You know, teaching the history of communication. And you've heard this story before. This is why you're laughing. History of communication is going to be great. We're going to talk about TV, radio, broadcasting, all that. First day of class, professor stands up and she says, the media controls you. 
<laughs> I dropped I dropped the class immediately. That's actually <laughs> that is the perfect segment to our next article. <laughs> Coming from PC Mag, as the professor said, the media controls you. This article, you know, this article titled For Better or Worse, Social Media is Politically Influential by Angela Moscari. That sounds like a drink. So this is from the <laughs> <laughs> it probably is a drink. It starts off with asking, have you ever changed your mind about a political issue or candidate due to something you saw on Facebook, Reddit, or any other social media site? You are not alone. So, you know, social media is kind of like a new media. Did that professor mean social media or like <laughs> You know, I didn't stay long enough station? to know. <laughs> but, but she kept <laughs> saying... A whole bunch of things that were just frightening me. Yeah, I think I've suppressed it all by now, so I can't remember exactly. But I just know that that class was liberal studies 101. Probably is, man. She probably had a psych class. You know, just a little story from me and from my history government class. My teacher was kind of teaching Marxism Wait, this to us. And oh, okay. No, this was college. Just like freshman year, sophomore year. And, um, you know, her book was in red. <laughs> the red curtain? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't red. Uh, we had to buy her actual book. So the professor told us, in order to do the assignments, you must buy her own book. Her own book has certain viewpoints. And then when you write the essay, you kind of oh, have yeah, to agree I, with her. I've, I've lied to, uh, on many to essays class. to get the grade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with the teacher yeah, and really she will give you yeah, That's what college is now. And it's easy for, you know, 90% of people. But for people like us, we we either take the bad grade or we lie. It's, uh, yes, uh, Mr. Jekyll. Well, 20% of social media users have modified their stance on a social or political issue because of something they saw on one Here, of these services. Thing. I did want to ask you before we jump into content. Who is the Pew Research Center? You know, for all we know, they're just like two people pew, pew. making up stuff. <laughs> I've, I've seen this a lot. This is uh, the Pew Research Center, according to the Pew Research Center. To say, you know, let's make that 68%. Let's make that one 55. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 20%. But, uh, you know, yeah, 50% 50, 50 of people want to vote for Trump and they only surveyed like two people <laughs> you know I don't know what the actual numbers is they give, give me percents but you can actually check the actual research to see how oh, many yeah. people we could surveyed. do a whole episode on Pew Research Center well the survey found that 82% of users have never modified their views on a candidate and 79 I love have never numbers. changed their mind on social or political issue because of something they saw on social media. I think I probably would be on that. Yeah, me too. Um, well, we'd probably be in the middle. You know, social media makes us think. Uh, mostly in the negative way, as in you see a liberal article and you, you think, wow, that confirmed my beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> so what the heck is this? I mean, I am open to most, you know, for me... I'm kind of like in the middle in certain situations, you know, certain certain political views. 
I'm very conservative. I, mean, I just think I just think that but, uh, you know everyone should agree with me. Yeah, I believe in the same thing too because <laughs> it would make my life completely easier. <laughs> but that's not the reality of life. I don't there's live in a, a dream world. There, there's a meme that's been going around for a few years now. It's uh, I think it's called the College Liberal or something. It's uh, it's a young woman sitting on a lawn with dreads and like a tie dye T shirt. <laughs> and it's things okay. like uh, calls you close minded when you don't agree with her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And then there's also yeah, the college um, conservative as well. Uh, it's a you know a guy in a suit, white, and it's the, it's just it's not as funny, you know. Well, I, I've well, seen things. Uh, there's not that many of them to begin with, because you know, it's hard to make jokes on that. Um, I've seen something like, uh, "Poor people should be taxed more." Doesn't get taxed. Something like that. I, it's just there's no humor to it. I I, I didn't laugh at all of that one. <laughs> well, I mean, like the same thing for. I I believe like conservative view for like say birth control or something in the college kids. You know, you think using contraception as something that's bad. That's probably a meme out there. Wants to go out and party, but wants to control like women's. Oh, is that, is that the college like that. conservative or the conservative. college liberal? I, uh, I like I think the college libertarian. Just but, do whatever. <laughs> yeah, just stay the hell away from you me. Want. <laughs> stay the hell away from me, and I'll stay away from you. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I, would you like to sign our petition? The, no, the libertarian petition. It's a petition to do whatever you want. Sign this petition if you want, but if you don't want, I won't. Yeah, I, I won't I try mean, to convince you. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The libertarian view for Black Lives Matter is lives that matter matter. <laughs> <laughs> Only care about the lives that are around you. Don't be too overly focus on other lives you know there's a book by jack donovan that i read it's called the way of men it talks about tribalism and talks about caring about people that are around your area like specifically people who are in front of you and i feel like the media how it does it is for liberal media it cares a lot about everybody that's outside your sphere of your tribe you know what I mean? It's like you're guilty if you don't care about people Even though they who are outside your tribe. You. Exactly. So, well, okay, liberal yeah, media so is like, I mean, sorry to interrupt, but I did want to throw a point in here. Yeah, that, you know, people who are actually analyzing the policies from Trump and Clinton, if you want to call them conservative and liberal, uh, said that they're both the same exact candidate. But if you want globalization, you vote for Clinton. If you want America to be put first, you vote for Trump. So mm-hmm. that kind of lines up with what you're saying that, you know, liberal is globalization. It's caring about everything. Yeah, caring about everybody. Don't don't exclude anybody. It's Bring North them Korea. all to the table. But <laughs> <laughs> that, that seems that's to be North the thing Korea. that everybody agrees with. 
is that we will not do negotiations with North Korea, even as a liberal, who accept all views except totalitarianism. <laughs> yeah, it's. I feel that's what relates to what Jack Donovan talked about tribalism, where conservative view is you take care of your tribe first, then you can help other people. While, in my opinion, liberalism is more like everybody is suffering. You got to sacrifice your own. Well, you know, it's almost in the word. Everybody conserve and liberate. I mean, that's yeah. obviously open to interpretation, but that's just that's that's like a SATS essay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your opinion on what the liberal and you know we should get hired mean? as SAT essay prompt writers? <laughs> Here's your essay prompt. <laughs> If you had to choose between Hillary or Trump, is is Caitlyn Jenner a real woman? Explain. Yeah, that is. Oh, that's actually a good prompt. Yeah, we will but really you know bring in the thinking of the, the youth. <laughs> oh, if you agree, yes, that's all you need to write to get the A. <laughs> All right, we're getting very off topic for this episode, so let's jump back into the article here that you've kindly provided us from PC Mag. The title itself asks, better or worse? Is it better or is it worse? Is some news better than no news? Because without social media, most people wouldn't even know what's happening in the world. Yeah, I think I think uh, bringing awareness, awareness is a good or, thing. Or, you know, incorrect awareness. But it is uh, our responsibility always as the consumer. We are being fed news, right? We pick it up. We eat it up. As the consumer, it is our responsibility to protect ourselves and to get, you know, the correct sources as much as possible. As best okay, as we can. Okay, so, I mean, there's, real no, there's no real definition for social media, but I think, in my opinion, that multiple perspectives is social media. So... Are we politically influencing people? And is that a bad thing or a good thing if we are? I think it's a good thing. It, we're not really like directly directly giving marching orders to anybody. It go, is, go we're, we're, what we're doing is... Next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> go piss in your own lawn. It's good for the grass. It, it, what we're doing is planting seeds. We're just broadcasting. Now you sound this. like Jim Jones. Broadcasting, for example, the word broadcast. <laughs> I do not provide Kool-Aid. Now, we're broadcasting. Like The word broadcast has, from my classes that I took, communication class, media communication class, the word broadcast comes from farming, where you throw away the, you throw the seeds in a certain pattern away from you. So what we're doing is planting seeds in people's minds and trying to influence them a certain way or at least open their mind to a certain Okay, and how many of those seeds will grow to become liberals? Uh, a lot of them probably. The soil is Liberalism. very rich in <laughs> <laughs> liberal ideals, so they grow in this certain way. And the conservatives are considered the weeds and the vines. Hey, well, welcome to libertarian philosophy talk. <laughs> Okay, are, are are we the modern day Socrates? 
<laughs> no, not at all. That's because we all know Kanye West is. Kanye West is the new philosopher of the era, and he will run. Yeah, but he's going to have to compete against Next Dwayne election. The Rock Johnson. <laughs> A lot of people will vote for Dwayne The Rock Johnson, man. Can you smell what the president is cooking? So let, let's close it up here. Maybe a question from you, a question from me. My question I had, pretty controversial. It doesn't really have to do with any of the stories we just covered, but overall, the liberals call conservatives sheeps, brainwashed, all those buzzwords. And uh, conservatives call liberals the same thing. Who are the sheeps? Who is really brainwashed? Mm. I think all of us are brainwashed oh, to a And you only have a extent. minute. Not the whole episode. <laughs> because we live we li- because we live within this boundaries of the United States. If we were living somewhere else in an isolated place, sipping on coconuts and eating pineapples in a tribal area, the only news that we would hear well, is like within the allegory tribe. of the cave. You've seen the matrix. Explain that further. The matrix was is is based on that allegory. Yes, I um, I can't remember which philosopher owns the allegory. I don't want to say any false names, but basically that a man who lives in a cave only knows what's in the cave until he goes out of it and sees everything. There's more to it, but that's the too long didn't read version. Yeah. <laughs> sheep, sheep. We're all being programmed in one way or another. So conservative usually is raised by conservative ideals. People around them or, or, ideals. or they Jones. found a website like <laughs> no, no, no. So I think there's three ways something. that you build a conservative. <laughs> okay, how to build a conservative? Raised by conservatives. Second one is finding a website like alexjones.com. Third one is you hear so much liberal <laughs> bias that you just start to think, what? <laughs> I think I think we fit in that one. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I do fit in that one where it's like, is this the only only viewpoint you're the only here? one who doesn't smoke? Yeah, I think I was annoyed to some point. It's like, man, this is this is not. I'm not. How come straight people idea. don't get parades? Because we're yeah, the automatic default. That's why to liberals, right? So we should get parades too. <laughs> We should we should get a uh, I mean, straight straight. Pride. That's the real liberal right. idea is that you know you can't call something regular. So by giving the LGBT, oh. I'm just I'm just half joking here, obviously. But by giving the LGBT parades, you're making them special. Therefore, making us regular. Therefore, just canceling out your own ideas. Uh, speaking about you know, canceling your own ideas, my question is, do people just read whatever they want to agree with? You know, speaking to your own audience, well, you, you know, know, preaching to the liberal, choir, as one would say. It's really easy to do that because that's 95% of the content out there. So, yeah. And, and uh, a majority of the peers are probably liberal, so they probably would agree. Uh, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're a liberal, most of what you see on CNN, CSNBC, whatever, <laughs> not Fox, MTV, MTV still MTV. Is. Okay. Yes, it does. I believe so. Uh, all uh, I think all 
like reality TV shows are probably very left wing. Even Alex Jones's reality show here in this land, Alex Jones House. <laughs> Alex Jones <laughs> is going to come out with one. It's going to be the Alex Jones House. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> hey, Alex Jones here. I just woke up, but he's going to be yelling. <laughs> what well, we say every morning: the revolution will begin today. Well, yeah, this it, being conservative today. Okay, is do you very think there unpopular. should be support groups for being conservative? Like we meet at churches and stuff. Hello, my name is yeah, Dan. I'm, I'm a conservative. I'm conservative. I've been conservative for 500 <laughs> it's, days. It's okay, Joe. We're we're here to help you. Thank you. Please express yourself. I became a liberal, or I was a liberal ever since now, I was now born. Let's, let's clap for for Joe for sharing his thoughts with us. Very strong there, Joe. <laughs> cough, clap. I, cough, I mean, clap. it's to that point where there should be conservative support groups. Yeah. Uh, think of it this way. Every college campus needs a conservative safe zone. <laughs> Because the whole entire campus uh, is yeah, maybe, maybe not saying? Brigham Young University, of course, but most no. public colleges. So we're going very long here. This is obviously, I think, all of our episodes are like this now. It's because we have open questions now, which is well, a good thing. We need a liberal question. Everything. One of these episodes that would. That'd be interesting. Might be a three-hour show. It'll be so. Let's wrap it up here before everyone falls asleep. Uh, what do you have to say to close up the overall? Because this is an ongoing thing: the liberal versus conservative debate, and how it's displayed in the news media, especially social. I have a strong opinion about conservatism you know like being a conservative is unpopular and those who are conservative who want to post conservative posts let them post it be, be they'll be yeah, afraid but he's to post doing it. more of the posting well, a lot, a lot yeah, of people i, I rarely people see posting. conservative posts you'll see one or two here and there and then what i've never seen is a moderate post Nobody wants to read that. Hmm. Vote for <laughs> or just, just after this episode, just go on your Facebook and, and type in, liberals have some good ideas. Conservatives have some good ideas. They both have bad ideas. <laughs> very good, very good. And they'll probably take you as a conservative. That's the weird thing. You know? Moderate has become conservative now. Yeah, I believe so. Because if you're a liberal, yeah, a liberal is basically ISIS at this point. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot have one drop of conservative ideas in your. Yeah, to keep the blood pure, you must be very. That seems to be the agenda of all organizations now. (laughs) If you're not with us, you're against us. And obviously, again, I gotta say, we're just half joking. It's. It's, this is what you call satire, tongue-in-cheek, almost? Tongue-in-cheek. It makes uh, political conversation much more appealing. 
All right. So in the upcoming weeks, we're thinking we might uh, step away from politics for a few seconds and talk about podcasting and the art of podcasting itself. Uh, Joe and I have been in it for a few years, been in the biz. So we might as well give back to the community, all three of you guys who are listening. (laughs) Thank you very much for your support. And, uh, you know, just talk about podcasting itself, what we've gotten into, uh, and how you can start your own, and exactly how cheap it is. People think you got to have a, you know, Kanye West studio to do a podcast. You don't need that. And we were doing this on $15 microphones a year ago, so that's how it was. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to Multiple Perspectives this week. We'll be back next week. Thank you. See you guys.